Oh, yours, you're just ready to get up and go. Yeah, we're running late. No, Welcome. Guys, it's five forty-three. We got two minutes. It's it's true, but you, you, know, how long, you know how long it takes me. You do take forever. A couple minutes. Am I? Is there a delay? Because yes. Is there really? Oh. I can't tell you're making ridiculous. No, now it caught up. There was a delay on my thing. Yeah, you're doing great. Okay. Now we're good. Hey, everybody out there in iTunes land. Logan got the right microphone right off the bat this time. So off to a good start. Dude, sick banner in the background there. Raise your camera up. Just I like my new gas station beanie, and I know the iTunesers can't see it, but like... I paid $9 for this and it was made in Vietnam, but it has an American flag on it. So I'm just trying to figure out how to, how to rep it. You know, It matches I mean? my new Tin Soldiers hoodie. I, uh, I'm out of Tin Soldiers right now, bro. Why is that? Because I ordered a FlexFit hat and they sent me a snapback. And they, I'm really upset about it. That sucks. I, I will say that this hoodie is incredibly comfortable and I want to find out where they got it made. All you got to do is look at the tag. I tend to tear those out right when I take things out of the package. You are a big dumb animal. Okay, start talking because I can't do two things at once. Uh, I'm talking. What do you mean? I'm talking. We're we're jib jabbing over here. We're doing jibber jabber. <laughs> do you remember the jibber jabber Christmas cards where you could like oh yes. a stupid face and yes. make an an ants delf an elf dance? <laughs> Have you had a day? I think yeah. Rice had a day. I think I needed a longer nap today. Yeah, you did. You were full blown <clears throat> sleepy boy when I called. I was. Um. Oh, I'm going to save this for this really exciting. It's the most exciting thing that's happened to me all week. I'll save it for when we're actually live on the Book of Face. Good. What episode is this? Clapped. I don't care. 97, 43, 686. Let's do episode 34 to make everybody think that they missed like 12 episodes. Yeah, episode 487 brought to you live. Oh, no. Here, I got an idea. Episode 8.40. Hmm. <laughs> yeah so you're not gonna suck the wind out of my sails on this so suck something out of you you know suck start me suck the soul out of you boy boy three two one live and we are live on facebook yes we are hi what's up bud how was your week <laughs> 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 I'm not crying. You're crying. I tell you what, I'm gonna wear my lucky hat. I haven't worn this hat since well, my engine exploded on the dyno. And uh I have this weird thing where I will not pick up a piece of apparel or wear a piece of apparel if it's linked to a traumatic situation that I went through. And uh I haven't worn this hat since the day my engine toasted itself on the dyno. And I'm putting it back on today because I'm throwing those uh cautions to the wind because i'm having a honestly a very it's like a i don't know how to explain it's like uh it's a big weight off my shoulders almost you know like i feel like i really accomplished a lot why is that yeah no (laughs) no you don't get that feeling i wonder why i'm very familiar with all the events leading up to that well for oh no Oh, no. I have an unplugged situation on my hands. Can you still see me, Rye? Yep. Okay, good. So, what did you do this weekend, bud? Um, you know, went to the track. 
Yeah. That's it. That's the whole story. Yeah. That's massive. All right. Well, I'll tell it in my way. So <laughs> Mr. Rye, I'm going to preface this with, with, I admire your work ethic. I think that you are a very committed and motivated individual. I have a ton of respect for what you have done with your car over the last few years that I've known you. And I have no doubt that you would have eclipsed my ET had you allowed me to go to the track and help you with the tuna. But (laughs) (laughs) you didn't do that. You brought Scott and it's all Scott's fault. All Scott's. (laughs) I got it. No. (laughs) Yeah. So, So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I had such high hopes looking at the forecast, looking at the weather. And I'm like, this is it. This is the day to do it. And like we talked about, like, <laughs> what is the, the analogy used? The edging? Yes, it was edging. <laughs> it's so hard, dude. It's the, it's the most disgusting analogy ever, but it kind of is just yeah. edging all of 2020 to this climax. Yeah, for people that events. don't know what edging is, don't just Google don't, it. Yeah, don't Google it. Don't Google it. Or that. do. Honestly, if you're at work, you should Google it. Yeah. Um, Let's give everybody a backdrop real quick. That's maybe we have 37 people watching. So more than likely it's the same 37 people, every podcast. Um, However, just a quick backdrop on this. Mr. Rybert has been (laughs) Brandon Harrington in the comments is my favorite so far. So rehearsing uh, a speech. (laughs) So (laughs) no, that was off the cuff. So Rye has had all year to eclipse my 839 pass and admittedly corona and some other things have thrown some curveballs his way so you say that because like but this whole week i've been talking to myself and i'm like why (laughs) why did i wait i know i'm trying to remember like why was the car not working and a lot of it was the 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 transmission was like uh, that's what kind of hit me hard i'm like oh yeah yeah well you also had you were working on random cars all year that we're taking you away from the SN95. Still am. That's nothing to change. So, here, but. And it's really hard to want to go wrench on your own stuff when you're making cash on the side to do stuff for yeah. somebody else. Like, but uh, so he's been, he's had all year to come after my, I mean, albeit slow time considering the setup. And this weekend was his final Hail Mary chance at doing that. And I will let uh, Rye Ooh. go ahead and explain what occurred there this weekend. I really whether like Mark's- beaten. Mark Thomas's world's fastest FaceTime call. Um, it would have been if it would have hooked up and went. That would, that's a, it would have been. We should see if that's a record. How fast somebody has gone on FaceTime. An yeah, airplane. That's another. Days. There's a, That's my new goal. Um, yeah, an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, I come in with a Learjet. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I kind of thought, like we talked about last podcast, that you know we're 2020 is like I was like that's it, game over. We're not. There's nothing going on all the quarter mile tracks to shut down and quit doing test and tune at this point. And then Rockingham threw up one more test and tune. And I had tremendously high hopes because Rockingham is a very uh, large facility, has a tremendous shutdown. They used to host the nationals there. So I had very high hopes for this event. Um, There's a little foreshadowing right there. And everything I went to bed on Friday night early everything i was like i've done everything. you laid your outfit out like you were having a first day of school. i was dude i had everything <laughs> set the truck and trailer were loaded up the car was loaded and the sun hadn't even set and i was ready to go <laughs> please i slept like a please, baby 
Please read Corey Madden's comment. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Just ruined. I'm sorry, I had to. Just an o- a dry over the pants. The old ghost load. What so, the hell is a ghost load? <laughs> it's Friday night. And I'm, 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 we're, you know, I'm like, I'm starting to breathe hard. Like I'm almost finished. This is it. This is it. Keep going. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm breathing hard. So go to bed, wake up, feeling amazing. The whole way to the track. Get there, and I could hear I got your there. voice on the way to the track too. We talked, yeah. and you were super stoked, oh, animated. Yeah. I think we had both agreed that my time was up. My number had gotten pulled. <laughs> <laughs> which made it so much better yeah. the bomb threat you're calling is amazing I, yeah <laughs> so yeah logan calls me on saturday morning in this horrible disguised voice hello this oh. is the bomb maker <laughs> there I is am- a bomb yeah. like sandy bullock look and i don't want to get all political but where do you get off calling somebody like sandra bullock sandy like you know her well sandy yeah sandy bull yeah uh, I got Sandy Bullock. I stole that from Key and Peel because they're like, "Oh, it's about Sandy Bullock." <laughs> you know, when you're outside the hotel talking about, "Oh, you are that is my shit." That those guys. I got the Sandy Bullock line from them. I think mm, I'll allow it. So Logan's pleading with me, begging practically for me to turn around, hoping like throwing <laughs> stabbing voodoo dolls, hoping a trailer tire blows because we all know trailer tires are made out of like explosive ordnance. So get to. I get to Rockingham uh, probably about 45 minutes before Scott does. Track goes hot, and I walk the, I walk the track. And there's a dude there. Uh, his name's Barry. Barry, from some miracle you're listening to this. Super nice dude. Uh, good chatting with you. Had a S550 Mustang that was relatively quick. It was trapping like 160s. So I'm like, okay, this dude. Damn. Yeah. Kind of on the – it's, you know, equal playing fields here. And I watched him and his car, IRS. So it was struggling to get on – off the line a little bit and i asked him i was like how's the track and he's like it's sticky all the way down he goes i just you know i'm sucking at the short game i'm like cool i can make it down this and i have everything cars fueled ready to go and i go maybe i should go make a hit now and then when scott gets here we'll have some data yeah Yeah. but i had the 536 tune-up from the last outing the eighth mile which is the best eighth mile the car's ever done loaded in the car and i was like "Hmm, i'll wait for scott so Scott gets there, check tire pressure, like we're ready. So throw the car in the lanes and immediately a Corvette breaks an axle or a diff or trans or something like this. Uh, I want to, I wish I had the ability to do a pop-up counter down here in the bottom corner of this podcast so you could see how many times this track was oiled down. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm strapped to the car, wait for an hour, hour and 15 minutes to go getting pissed car goes up and runs uh i i let go of the brake and it spins right before the 60 foot but then it catches itself and goes and it just i nail every shift on the thing i'm like this that pass felt amazing like it was on a string i'm losing my mind inside of the car um and come around gather up the parachute and <laughs> this is the place that they did the digger dive event. i don't want to just say this I, I told you this on the phone Digger dies in no prep where they run from the back of the track, running towards the starting line, so it's in the shutdown. All the cigarette butts and just disgusting stuff from all the people standing on the starting line, what would bend the starting line for a no prep, 
all ended up in my parachute. I'm not even kidding. There was like 15, 20 cigarette butts in my parachute. Which, which here's the thing. Disgusting. And I'm going to segue real quick just for two seconds. If you are going to one of these no prep events and you're the piece of shit that smokes chain smoke cigarettes, not only is your habit fucking disgusting um, and gross, but the fact that you're not only chain smoking cigarettes, but you're throwing them out on the track like in a completely indecent piece of shit human being and you don't deserve to be at an event you don't deserve to be next to a car you don't deserve to be a part of any of this you're just as bad as the dickheads that run out at the street spots and throw their cans in their trash in the middle of the street so do me a favor send me your paypal if you were one of those people <laughs> i'm going to send you three dollars and i want you to buy a spoon and eat my fucking ass all right go ahead rye sorry i was sorry, just no, they're good. Got me really uh, upset when you were telling me about that it's like complete and total disrespect for oh facility. it was nasty it's disgusting uh hernandez gab no we upload this to itunes and podbean um, sorry for so if you so want to go back and catch up to whatever i said anyway, a lot of bad words too i'm very fine. sorry for yeah, i don't think you said any the church bombs. crowd i said a few fucking bombs so it's all right hey fuck them so we're moving along uh where am i at shaking the cigarette outside of the parachute still don't know what the time is my buddy jeffrey he went down in his car right behind me and he comes up and his eyes are kind of like He's like this, and I was like, la 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 la. Like I don't want to see. Like go go go. Shut up. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Pull up to the booth, and in the video, in the video, I call out the time that I'm supposed to beat because I'm like, I got the phone going, videoing myself, so I can get a genuine reaction. And in five seconds, I legit forgot. I grab the time slip. I look at it, eight four zero, and I go, Is that good enough? I got to check my phone, but I'm videoing. And I was literally like, I got to be to 839. And it just didn't click. I was in complete and total denial. And so, That's amazing. <laughs> and then we look at it and I'm like, I was one one hundredth of a second off. And then when I look at it, I think about it again. I wasn't a hundredth of a second. I was thousands of a second. Yeah. Thousands of a second off. Very close. So I'm super excited at this point. I'm like, we got this. Off the trailer, 840, new best. ET from the car, new best mile an hour in the quarter mile by a long shot. Car trapped 166. Um, and the eighth mile was actually down almost a full tenth. So I'm like, we have so much room to grow. If I can put that 536 pass together and put that eighth mile down here at Rockingham, like it's a done deal. If not, and then we can start pushing, really turning it up. Oh, and that was only. 22 pounds of boost in third gear it was 1920 the first half of the track which oh also while you were doing this i get <laughs> i get the message from you and it's a screenshot or it's a picture of your time slip and i was in the garage working and i saw the, the time and i was like damn it <laughs> i was so pissed i was like <laughs> i saw the slip and i'm like dude now now, uh, now my, I don't get to make fun of you on the podcast on Wednesday. It was my first thought. <laughs> and the, oh, again, I'll let you continue talking about the next subsequent. Was it three passes total? You got three total. So we got two more in it. And, uh, <laughs> like I, if there, if there is, I shouldn't say if there is, I'll lose a lot of church followers when God is watching over this and he is, and he's saying, Logan, I'm going to throw you a bone. I think that, that, I think that's what occurred here, but continue. So. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited because this is the car showing its potential. This is the quickest and fastest pass I've ever made in the quarter mile. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and me and Scott are kind of putting our heads together. And I saw Scott commenting in here. No, Scott, it's not your fault. Quit, being all, e quit being all emo. Um, it's all his fault. Hang on, Josh is coming in here. 
So oh, he is. He, he made time for us. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everybody bow down to Joshua Kalis that can make time for a little clapped out. I mean, there, now he can hear you. What oh, up? Hi, Josh. Yo, I'm in. Yep. Hey, yeah, welcome. Where have you been, bud? Is this my mic or is this the computer mic? Tap on it. Oh, yeah. we're mic'd up, buddy. It's good oh, mic. yeah? Yeah. This thing's working, huh? He's oh, so yeah. excited about pull it. A little, pull it just a little bit closer. Yeah, yeah. All right, now bend over, take your pants off, and shove it up your ass. <laughs> How's that? That's Perfect. good. You're great, buddy. You're just in time because we were talking about um, my successes and failures of this last Saturday at the track. So, yeah, 840, the car goes 166 miles an hour, um, showing tons of potential. And Scott and I put our heads together and we're like, you know what? We're going to leave the short game alone. Like, let the 60-foot be the 60-foot. Uh, and he kind of wanted to tie the front end down a little bit because what it looked like was happening on the hit was it was coming up. And the second the front tires tried to leave the ground, it was kind of snatching the front end, the weight off the of the chassis and upsetting the back end a little bit. So he's like, I'm going to tighten the front end down on the car uh we left the power on the hit alone and i poured more power into it about two seconds out when i know it would be you know hooking and going down track i'm like we're gonna bury this number on this pass in the front end and then two hours later i finally get a chance to take and stage i was you guys thought i was blue balling you all day and like okay, so my wife and I have a thing where like, if I'm about to make a pass, I text her, say, Hey, I'm about to make a pass in five, 10 minutes. I got to strap it in and get ready to go. And then when I'm done, I come back around and I go, Hey, I'm okay. She just wants to know. Cause she's not there at the track. Uh, if, if she can't be there when we go racing. So I'm like, okay, cars in front of me are moving. Start the car. We're rolling forward, rolling forward. I text her like, Hey, five, 10 minutes. We're going. She's like, okay, love you. And then everybody in front of me just shuts off and I see the tractor take off. Ugh. I think the person who got the most, like collectively, that the tractor at Rockingham had more passes down the track than every test and tune car there combined. <laughs> I don't know how many oil downs there were, easily three to four. And let me say something to everybody this if you're first time at the drag strip, 5,000th time at the drag strip, I don't care because I've seen top sportsman cars with like, stick it up with sponsorships logos all over them to the the kid who didn't even know that you're supposed to roll your windows up or how to stage a car i've seen everybody do this if you break or something goes wrong with your car at the track when you're going down the track stop and pull the fuck over nah man because they're waiting for you they're waiting forever just drive that shit straight down to the dude i Oh my God. It was so infuriating. So infuriating. Um, so many cars, like they would shake the tires. Something would go wrong. Like a, a top sportsman car went down in front of me, the big tire, like roadster thing. And it pitched 90 degrees towards the wall, snatched it back straight. And then just idled the whole rest of the way down the track without even stopping to check and see, like maybe it was my car and not the track that was getting shit under the tires. Just unbelievable. Baffling that somebody could be, that stupid. I'm so, thinking Logan had that set up. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I think the it was, thing is when you were getting ready to make a pass, um, I was on the phone with Josh and you called me back. And we, you, after you got off the phone, we were both like, was he? Oh, I was legit what, pissed. It was, it was a moment of like, man, he, he sounded pissed. Is yeah. he, is he blue balling us? 
it was just hard to tell. And I was really, I was really, really hoping that you'd come on the podcast today and you'd be like, ah, by the way, I went 820. And I'd be like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Brady, <laughs> Brady Harrington says Logan paid someone. He told me a secret. We were joking about that. I was going to get out of the car go to the guy grab, driving the tractor and be like, where is it? Where's the fucking camera? How much did he pay you to do this? Because every fourth pair of cars they'd be like hey get the tractor out the dudes were dragging and the the fucking tires on the back of the tractor that are dragging the track look like like we just say captain jack sparrow's fucking shirt flapping in the breeze mm-hmm. like the tractor was doing more harm than good um i, I don't know it it's like they just the, the the sweeper on the front of it was just it looked like they were greasing a fucking frying pan and it killed because that track was on point first thing in the day you could see the thing was glued wall to wall it was going to take your shoes off but that was the time that first pass when we're like all right let's get a baseline that was the mistake i we, we should have thrown the kitchen sink at it and it would have done it in one pass and could have loaded up and just gone home then you would have been the dude that they were cleaning up after no, I put my diaper ah. on the bar. <laughs> I, that's how ready I was for this track day. I have had a diaper sitting on the shelf in here. I actually put the diaper on the car in full. Like I was like, this is the end of the season, end of the year. I don't care what it takes. We're going to go after this. But the next two passes out, the car wouldn't move 10 feet before it just went up in smoke. And there was no chance of getting down the track. So the third pass uh, – and it was no exaggeration. I After my second pass, I didn't even stop at the pits. I pulled right back around, put the car right back in the lanes, and it took me two hours, I think, to make my final pass. Yeah, it was pretty – It was pretty. I would have left. Yeah, I would was, not have stayed. I don't know how you stayed that long. I would have six and a half hours at the track to make three passes, two of which were just sorry. But I'm over here complaining, you know, and I kind of had to – I'm sitting here in the car, like about to make my last pass before you and I start FaceTiming. And, and there's like the sun is setting behind the track. And at Rockingham, they have an American flag. <laughs> this sounds so corny, but whatever. I don't care. Uh, there's an American flag like up on this hill, beautiful sunset behind it. And I'm like, why am I mad? I'm at the fucking racetrack. You're in- only mad because of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the car of my dreams. I built it myself. I've ran faster than I ever have. And I'm at the racetrack when. You know, there's people snowed in or, or worse yet, they can't do the same thing. So I had a, a little heart-to-heart with myself before that third pass. And then we kind of had some fun on the last one. That's why I was like in a little bit chipper mood when I was like, screw it. And Logan and I FaceTimed. I was like, fuck it, let's do this. And uh, yeah, I had him in the car riding shocking with me. I need to figure out a camera mount to like make it like a legit thing. So yeah, we got to do that often. We got to we It's kind to. of fun. I wish it would have been a little bit better. I wish the screen share thing would like capture the audio so you can hear the car just tag the limiter two times. That was a bummer, <laughs> man. That was a bummer. I wanted to, um, I really did. I assumed from the jump that you were going to get the, then you were going to get the ET. Um, and to say that I was happy you didn't get it is not a full true answer because I felt like the narrative of clapped out would have been better for the year. If at the very last minute, the very last chance, the last pass of the day on FaceTime, you knocked my dick in the dirt and then jump, grab the phone and be like, ah, I got you. I like just, I felt like it's so good. But the second best scenario would be to lose by thousands of a second. Yeah. That that, (laughs) I'll, I'll be totally honest. That is amazing. Yeah. 
for me, not for you, obviously. It's really disheartening for you, but, you know, for me, it's great. So, the car still has oil pressure. Uh, I made it out of one of the sketchiest tracks I've ever tried to shove that car down alive. And uh, I don't know if this weekend's weather is going to hold out or if anything's going to be open, but we might try and go out and do some eighth-mile racing with it and see if we can go a little better. Beat my eighth-mile time. What is it, 520? 523 at 142? Might be possible. So, Indeed, the that... car went 530s already. It'll go 20s. Yeah. What's up? Does that mean for 2020 that my car is the fastest? No. You weren't driving it, so it didn't count. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. The, the pass I drove was even faster than both you guys went. I went 178. That's weird. I went 182. That's weird so. because you need like twice the distance to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. I'll oh, yeah. go out on the highway. I'm gonna, I'll put the draggy in it. I'll go out on the highway the this weekend and do it. No, I'll Josh. Do you do the math and you move the gearing around. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. All right, Josh. So here's the thing. Um, I've already hunted the big buck and I got him knocked down. You know, Papa Buck's down. Rise balls are clipped and they're on my board. <laughs> and I want you to hear this out of my mouth. I'm going to cut your dick off your body next year and sew it to my forehead and look like a dick unicorn. <laughs> I don't know where, but I'm going to go faster than you in the half mile next year. I promise this. So, uh, you tell me which half mile event you're going to be at and where I need to be and when I need to be there. And I will be there. I'll be ready to just neuter you in front of a live studio audience. Same Danny one. Tanner. Same one. Shift sector, Indiana. Same one. You know, like you don't know. I really don't. Shift se- what tra- or what? It's airport, isn't it? Marion. Marion. Marion, Indiana. Marion. Yeah. What's the other one that we were talking about? Um, <laughs> Jason Webster says you look like a quail with a dick on your head. Just <laughs> flaccid. <laughs> a dick quail? The problem is my dick's so heavy, Logan's head's gonna be like this. <laughs> I need to work out. My neck muscles aren't strong enough. I'll put your balls on the back of my head. That way it evens out. I'll just be teeter tottering everywhere I go. I probably shouldn't talk about sewing another man's ball sack to the back of my head. Be like a, I think it's gonna get us demonetized. Hey, so another. Hey, check this out. I got an interesting uh, Instagram DM last night, and somebody wanted to buy my Camaro. Did you sell it? Well, he made an offer, and then I countered that offer. And then it's kind of like, uh, hmm. But I never really thought about it. I think you'll get thirty grand for it. <laughs> I thought that was interesting, though. I think you should sell it, man. Is and then it- something else interesting. Have you guys been keeping up on the Ken Block um, drag race? Yeah, versus the world, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you guys expect the Hunicorn to be that fast? Yes. But it should, I mean, it should. What, what, what's it? Twin turbo, billet block? Yes. Like I'll third drive. Which is the way 3,100, 3,200 pounds. 1,400 horse. Yeah. Like I know, I'm pretty sure they're running draggies on all those passes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I got a text that it's like 8 at 170 something. The mile an I mean, hour is a little low for an 8 Yeah. Yeah. Actually, but no, it's, it's not. This is on the street, Logan. This is no, on it's that. not. I know. Yeah, it's on the so runway. You have to yell it's, at me. It adds up. In my head, that does all add up. I want to – that car is as impressive as I thought it was going to be. Um, I do want to say that uh, – I'm trying to think how to do this. I can't verify the draggy info, but I did get a, I did get a little text. So. I want to see an apples-to-apples comparison where, like, a lot of those other – I mean, it's, it's cool. It's the fantasy land for every kid that plays – like they talk about in the beginning of every one of those videos. This is what you do in Forza. I want to see them um, 
on a surface that kind of levels the playing field, like a track, like a sticky track. I want to see him race my buddy Aaron Gregory. That that's fair. That's what I want to see. This is, I got, here's I got my buddy Aaron has a DSM. It's a four cylinder, one turbo, and I want to see I want to see Ken Block put his nuts on the table, and I want to see him sit heads up with a car that sits the same, only one turbo and a four cylinder. The weight advantage to to Aaron, but an automatic to Aaron, but he's got a sequential, so it's basically the same. I want to see Ken versus Aaron's car heads up on that runway. You can lay sand in front of both of them. I don't care. I want to see that race. <laughs> and if think, for some reason Ken they're car, watching. I think sorry. Ken's car on a track would be a, a high seven-second car. Yeah, I, I fully agree with that. Yeah. Um, somebody in the comments talked about the Audi race. I think the Audi was the car that gave him the best one, the best race. The apples-to-apples apples comparison, and I might get some flack from people on this. I don't even care. The Rob Dom race. Who won that race? Ken Block did. One, he wanted to run from a roll. Totally understand that. Who, Rob? Yes. Here's my, th- here's my beef with this. When did Rob Dom build that car? That car know. was in SEMA last year. It's been, it's been a, being built for a while, I thought. You right? had a year. It was running and moved under its own power a year ago. And I understand we all in this podcast here, maybe not to the level of a billet four rotor all-wheel drive, have, but we've taken on some pretty serious endeavors in the custom car building scene. And we know what it takes to build a car from nothing. So the fact that he's had a year and drug his feet, like he did the videos where he was like, I, and this is coming from the kid who waited until the last minute of 2020 to try and go out and run a seven-second pass. So I wasn't going to say it, but take yeah. it for a grain of salt. But at least when I went to the track, I was prepared to put on the best show that I possibly could. I just, I'm tired of watching that car break. That's Wait, my your thing. Hood, your hood didn't fly off, or your fender didn't break off, or your. Like, <laughs> you have a. Are we, are, we, are we talking about? Are we talking about my car or? No. <laughs> Logan, you, you didn't see that episode. I'm sorry. No. If you got a billet four rotor sequential transmission like this, unobtainable parts list for your car, but you're holding the bodywork on with zip ties, I the. The hood, is, that, is that real? Is that really what it is? The front bumper of what, what's left of the front bumper is zip tied on. He what? took he took two hoods because he stretched the front end to match up for the all wheel drive system on this car, and he cut two hoods and then just like welded about mm, two inch strips, four two inch strips to make two hoods into one, and it was only held down by two of those quick latches. And I'm gonna call it that what looked like failed. Well, when you look in the video, one quick latch is still attached, and then the other one is, like, gone. But the quick latches are about a foot to 18 inches up the hood. So there's a good 18 inches of hood that weren't secure. So it gave it plenty of room for the air to get under there. It was just – it was a recipe for disaster from the beginning. Like, it was just – it was inevitable. When I heard that the hood flew up, and then I watched the build – of his videos leading up to it, I'm like, well, no shit. It flew up. The only thing holding it down was the vinyl wrap. Like, dude, hey, so I'm going to, I'm going to has a good point here. He just commented, uh, realize the support Ken gets on that car. And, you know, obviously Rob doesn't have the backing. I agree with that. Cause I've been to Jim Connor shoots and I see. Absolutely. Dude, it's insane. Not to mention I, you know, Ken's probably got over a million dollars in that. Unicorn. Yeah. Yeah. Ken gets out of the car and goes, <laughs> that's fucked up and walks away oh no 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 he doesn't even say that's fucked up he gets out of the car and they tear it down and yeah. put it back together after every shoot it's it's actually pretty impressive i'm so, so, really agree, so but, I, but i still stand by the fact that rob dom has had 
a ton of time to shake out the gremlins on that car to make it go in a straight line. That's yeah, I, I think Rob Dom's a dickhead. Um, and here's my story. Here's my story about dickhead <laughs> Rob Dom and why I think he's a dickhead. And I, I know he's never going to hear this. And if he does, I'll tell it to his face. I think he's a dickhead because I think he is a dickhead. And this is why Rob Dom's a dickhead. Um, did I mention that I think he's a dickhead? Okay, go. Let's go. Cool. I just like, spent five minutes shitting on him, so I want to hear your side. So SEMA, I can't remember the year, 16, 15? I can't remember. I actually told Lewis this story. Um, and I'm going to give an abridged version. His car, I think, is in the Garrett motion booth at the time. And I have, <laughs> he said I knew this story was coming out. And I have never met him before. I had never even, he- I had never heard of him or known him, of him or anything. And um, I walked up to the car in the booth and I started looking at it. I'm like, man, this thing's pretty cool. It's got a lot of intricate stuff. And then he walks up and he's just like, so what's up? And I'm like, oh, hey, man. And I just keep looking at the car. Like, I don't fucking, I don't know you. Like, I have no idea who he is. He's like, Got any questions? And I'm like, no, man, I'm all good. I just keep looking at the car. Just like checking it out. And uh, again, like, I'm, I'm going to keep it, I'm going to keep it PG. But the, you already called him a dickhead 47 times. Yeah, no, no. I mean, after this. So after the okay. dickhead comment, the reason I think he was a dickhead was his uh, demeanor and his attitude and his, the way he, presented himself and his car was the equivalent of him taking a shit in a bowl and handing it to me and trying to tell me it was fruity pebbles it was like everything i everything he that came out of his mouth was like him just stroking himself off and i was like dude i don't and i didn't know until like the end of the conversation i think that it was his car so the whole time i'm like (laughs) what is this dude's deal bro I don't care about your. I don't care about Garrett turbos right now. They're great turbos. I get it. You're audibly raping me, sir. Please stop. Just leave me alone. And and you could tell it was like this awkward ass exchange between. And then what got me the best was after. So all that shit goes down. And then I find out after the fact that he's got this YouTube channel and people watch him and stuff. And I'm like, oh, so he's probably used to people being like, Rob Tom, let me pull your pants off. Let me see that thing. <laughs> I, I was on there like just didn't care one way or the other i was just trying to look at the car um and then he was like yeah what did he say he said it was something along the lines of yeah the hoonicorn guys did my suspension too and well it's the same as the hoonicorn it's like the same design pretty much the same as hoonicorn is like the way he worded it to me and at that point i'm like i don't even i didn't even know what the hoonicorn was at that point so i'm like what is this dude referencing i have no idea what he's talking about but it was right. just this- did you know logan was so cool he's just so cool I know the guy that chain smokes cigarettes on camera, like he's a 16 year old that illegally bought them, is not telling me that I act cool. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me just. Hey, let me interrupt this program to give uh, Mike over at Detroit Hood TV a shout out. You yeah, guys cool. see what's up, Mike? You just did. Yes, Mike. Um, I might be dabbling. He asked, he said I should dabble in the no prep game. Uh, I might. Just come up to Detroit and go to one of his pour your own puddles to test it out. Well, I want those, to test those events are sick, dude. Mike probably on a local them. circuit. And uh, a little shout out, not to give. I don't think it's a competitor. I'm sure Mike probably knows him. Corey Stamper, Spooled Media. Um, he's going to be putting on an event down in Darlington in February, and then I think another one in March. Uh, and then there's a bunch of dude. No prep in the Carolinas is taking off. Dig or die. That event that just went on is blowing up out here. And I know it's been big everywhere else, but small tire no prep is getting really massive around here and i feel like i would be doing um i think it'd be lame of me not to kind of give it a shot 
especially like they do it at Rockingham and they do it at Darlington. And in my opinion, you know, we had a whole deal where we we're talking about like track safety and stuff like that. And the way they do that there is it's all full concrete barrier. I'm like, you know what, if I'm going to throw my hat in the ring of no prep and do it, this is be no the way prep means no times are shown. Right. So that's perfect for you. Yes. And they run, <laughs> they run completely backwards. Like they run in the shutdown going towards the starting line. So it is, like I, I don't know how they get down the surface at Rockingham for that digger dino prep. Um, now that I've actually seen it in person, it's you. You'd be better off just racing in a fucking car wash down wet grass, dude. That's when I and I when I talk to Joey Heichel of Beaterbaum, and I look at some of the roads he's put that fox down. It's insane. Yeah. It is absolutely insane to me. I couldn't. No way in hell. Like I'm good. I got. I not that I don't have interest. I'm just too much of a pussy to do it. So <laughs> the the stuff that cracks me up is like the amount of weight that people put in the back of a car because like you know no prep is a completely different chassis setup versus a track racing or radial racing or anything like that but some of the stuff that these guys are doing is insane yeah scott says pedal fest it absolutely is um people are it's getting to the point now where like anything else with racing it turns into a money game and i don't think the most money is going to be what wins no prep because I've heard grumblings that maybe at this last digger die that somebody may have won a five second pass on a draggy because um, the surface actually started to come around. But the first one they did, everybody's like a six one six zero car in the eighth mile could have taken home the 30 grand payout for that event. Uh, but yeah, Ricky Porter, 450 pounds of weight in the trunk. That's not an exaggeration. Dudes are hanging like, 45 pound plates off the back of their parachute mount there was a dude that had a uh it was on john doc's video he had a lsa crank welded to a trailer hitch like just bolted to the back of the car just trying to find any way they can to hang as much weight as high and far back out as they can just to have you know act like a leverage on the back of the car to just to pry the tire into the ground as much as they can but that's insane yeah the guys bring floor jack burnouts so a lot of people have seen the video and I didn't understand it either until I really started digging into the no prep stuff a little bit more. <laughs> have you seen the videos of guys at these events, street races or otherwise doing burnouts, but they put a floor jack under the back of the car to get that tires up in the air. Yep. I've seen people say like, Oh, it's because there's no brakes or something like it. It's because there's so much fucking weight in the trunk of the car. The car physically cannot do a burnout. So they have to use a jack to get the tires to unload enough to do an actual burnout. And then when I realized that, I was like, Jesus Christ. And the other thing I like about that is that my car's kind of heavy as it is now. I don't really have to sweat taking a whole bunch of weight out of it. So uh, Scott says, I know of a car that added 520 pounds for that event to go down Rockingham, which is at least one and a half Logans. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, to long-winded answer, uh, somebody's, uh, I don't even remember who asked about it. Oh, Mike. Uh, yeah, I might, 2021, I might start trying uh, some no prep stuff. My wife is like, didn't you kind of shit on that for a little bit? And I was like, yeah, $30,000. And then the next digger die in July is supposed to have a $100,000 payout. She goes, oh, yeah, yeah, you should definitely do that. Go try. <laughs> so 2021, yeah. we might be trying some no prep stuff. No preppery. I think, uh, yep, I just checked. I'm still too much of a pussy to do that, so. 17 inches of front travel that's the other thing too i don't understand how guys are getting that much travel the the droop that you get out of the front of those cars is nuts josh did you get your transmission all together 
actually just today I finally was able to make the payment so the the parts could get shipped. My guy the, over there. The way you worded guy, that made it sound like you didn't have the money to <laughs> make the payment. On. Yeah, nah, my guy over there, like he said, some, his machine shop guy had COVID real bad, so he wasn't in for weeks. And then my other guy was like in and out of the hospital on some other shit. So there's just been a big delay. Damn. Just today they were like, you got to make, you got to pay first and then they'll like get the shit together and send it out. So just today I was able to, uh, to pay off my layaway. Man. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you were able to finally muster up enough cash to get that going. Yeah. But I still don't have like a date, you know, all right, we'll email you when it gets shipped. And I, you know, I don't even know what that means. And I'm afraid to ask like, Hey, uh, what does that mean? Hey, speaking of dates, when is shift sector Marion? It's always August. Oh, I got time. I got time to redo my combination 36 times before then. So. Yeah. The only thing I'm going to do on my car, uh, if, if I do end up keeping it is, uh, I got to figure out how to, I think maybe I got to put some new shocks in the front with a, a different compression or a rebound. So the power isn't, isn't lifting it up. So it's not squatting as much. Yeah. Cause I do not have rebound adjustable. I only have compression adjustable. Um, is, is this potential buyer located in the United States? No. Yeah. Oh, damn. Mm, I was going to say, are you, you going to be okay with running into it's like your ex-girlfriend every oof. once in a blue moon car world, small world, dude. I would be, I'm not a hundred percent that I would sell it, but I, you know, I've had it for a long time, you know? That's fair. Yeah. I vote. Then the, only, the other thing I might do is put the cutouts in. So Yes. Maybe it'll get rid of some of the back pressure. I just want to hear that car without going through. I bet it sounds I've... so dumb loud. It's going to be sick. Yeah. yeah. It's going to sound ridiculous. Did you ever fire it up with the downpipes like open with the rest of the exhaust pulled off? I haven't actually. I bet it's, I bet it sounds nuts. We still got those... like 22 more minutes. Go over there and get started. Yeah. Can you please go <laughs> fire it up? <laughs> well, yeah, I could start it without the transit. Yeah. I mean, yeah totally. Totally. Is it clutch oh, on there? Clutches on there. Yeah. Mm, don't do that <laughs> monster yeah speaking of clutches monster clutch dude so um steve is a very busy man and i doubt he's watching our podcast but steve addison owner of monster clutch really good dude so um i had that triple disc in my car and i sent it to josh to rock on the camaro and i am eagerly awaiting a 2jz to t56 specific clutch kit from monster i shipped him a block a bell housing everything he needs and I am very excited to to see what happens with that project because those dudes, man, I, I have had some great support out of a lot of different companies and Monster Clutches has always been awesome to work with. I'm excited as hell to see what they can come up with on that. There's not there's a, a good amount of options for TVT6 2J clutches, but there's not a lot of information out there. It's always like three grand, here's our clutch. And it's like, well, what am I what is I what 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 am I getting? What am I doing here, buddy? Um so I'm stoked to see what they can do for for that platform. Very small platform, but I think it's gonna be cool. Hey, um, what was I? Have you seen? Okay, I want to get your guys' opinion on this. I'm gonna share a screenshot here. Okay, get ready. Here we go. Um, as soon as I remember how to do it. <laughs> okay, have you guys seen this? The new Lamborghini. It's just hideous. Have you seen this, Josh? You used to have a couple of these things. It looks like a slingshot. Thank you! Look what I had pulled up! 
<laughs> yeah, it does. It looks like a four wheel slingshot. It looks like a fucking Polaris slingshot. Josh Wait, is Josh is smirking because he's gonna sell the Camaro to buy that. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I if I sell the Camaro, I'm going seventy one Chevelle. Ooh, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. but yeah. Uh, I saw this thing. Somebody posted it on Facebook today. And they're like, For people that are listening. Santa. And I'm like, it's a fucking slingshot, dude. Yeah. For the people that are listening and not watching. Oh, yeah. Sorry about those guys. Rye just, <laughs> Rye just brought a picture up of the most ugly looking Lamborghini slingshot. It's the Lamborghini SC20 one-off. I guess it's just a concept car. So it's called Lamborghini SC20 Roadster. It's supposed to be like 700 and something horsepower. It basically it looks like an Aventador that was uh, totaled, and then they just cut the like, oh, we can make something out of this, and they just cut the roof off. Like it was a screw up on the assembly line, and like, hmm, I got an idea. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that saws all. <laughs> How many of these roofs do we accidentally cut off? But this is the, here's the other thing is, hang on, this is another picture that made me crack up laughing. Um, it has. It's got fucking gullwing or Lambo doors. It has no roof and no windshield, and I feel like the door going up makes it harder to get into. Like, why? Why does this have to exist? I understand it's probably. Hopefully, it's just a in a design on a computer somewhere and not actually give me something that comes to fruition. I say that as if I would ever be able to afford one. We sit here, but that's we're automotive journalists. Our job is to talk shit and give. We're our, supposed to be journalists. I think that's what we do. Isn't that what we put down on our resumes? No, dude. We're like this. Oh. We're like the. We're worse than fake news. It literally on the poster says Fooligan Antics Weekly, Temper yeah. Tantrums. That's my department. If anyone's wondering, <laughs> <laughs> street cars, cat piss. Also, my department. Oh. Poor financial planning, Josh. That's all you, buddy. Zero yes. fact checking. That's all of us. Blown up engines. That's. That's mostly you. I think that's just me. And bad advice. Again. That's all of us. Yeah. That's that's a lot of me. I give a lot of bad advice. Yeah, we're all terrible people. But the the temper tantrums, I'm going to use that. And like every time somebody has a complaint or something like, uh, hey, how come I haven't got my order yet? Like, oh, I'm going to need you to direct your traffic to uh, Logan and temper tantrums. Oh, my God. Oh, you want your order, do ya? Press three for temper tantrums. It's just me screaming at him. (laughs) Press and one. Then, and then it's it's got to be like Josh with the cleanup crew. Like, that's just who he is. Just, all it is, every time you feel the customers complain, you just you go, You're the most important in your free stickers and you're grateful. I think we should, we need to make, I think Josh is the ordained customer calmer downer. I think you're, I think, I think you'd be the good customer calmer downer. Every customer that complains gets a pack of American spirits in their next order to calm, just to chill out. Oh. Yeah, he smokes <laughs> them down to the butt and then leaves them in a the box. That gets expensive. Speaking of the uh, banners, um, there's more coming. Awesome. Dude, I'm not trying to pump these up be- because it sounds like we're just trying to sell them, but I opened that banner up and I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. It's pretty dope. It's sick. Like, Did I think yours so- come, Josh? No, I haven't gotten it yet, but I mean, uh, Big Red sent me one of his. Oh, Pistons? Oh, that's good, cat. What cat. bore size is that? Oh, it's pretty big. Like... That's about the size around of my. Yeah, it's a, that's a rise chode. I don't see a part number on it. 55, maybe? 
No, a, I wouldn't. It's a big and 55 inches, five and a half inches wide. It's good wreckage right there. What? Um, all right. So, Josh, if the when you sell the Camaro, I'm totally on board you selling the Camaro because I'd be scared to race the RX-7 too. We're at um, four and a half inches across. That's, that's his mic. That's, hey, what's the piston in the wall? Let me get my I, tape that, measure. That's a video. That's a video. We take a motor apart. No, no we put then, one together with just tape measure. No, we just take it apart and have Josh all the pieces and tell him to put it together and check all. I want you to blueprint this motor with a tape measure. Honestly, knowing Josh, he'll luck out. It'll be perfect. Yeah, probably. It will. He'll be. We'll go together we mix, perfectly. We mix two motors of similar specs. Or pile them all together. I got it. I got one up. I get all the right tools. Steve Morris gets a tape measurer. <laughs> and then we engine dyno the engines at his facility. <laughs> yes. And then we just see what. Where's Steve? Call Steve, Josh. He'll, he won't answer if he hears that I'm involved, though. So. It's just the last time I was at his shop, I think I screamed enough for him to never want to hear me again. All right, I bullshit. What do you got? I think he's calling Steve. I hope not. No. <laughs> Is that Logan? Nope. Click. Oh, he's going to actually yeah. measure it. There you go. The Harbor Freight mic, too. You can see on the back the sticker there that says Pittsburgh. Hey, that's, honestly, that's, though. You're probably I'd better off with a tape measure. <laughs> I, I disagree. I think the Harbor Freight mics are dope. Someone said, F that, use a ruler. Yeah. Uh, Corey Wait, Martin. You guys measure pistons in millimeters or inches or what? This is America. We do it in rise penises. So how many is it? Yeah. Well, we got It's like 114 <laughs> millimeter. 114 rye penises. Yeah, my car made <laughs> 11 velosters on the dyno. Uh, Corey Martin wants to know where this is podcast is posted to. We talked about it earlier, but uh, just reiterate Yo. iTunes and Podbean and Google Podcasts. Four and a half there. inch bore. Hey, let me just let you guys know that my tape measurement measurement was dead on. It is four and a half. Yeah, you said five. <laughs> you held the you pointed at the five. You said it's exactly one Josh penis. Which honestly, five inches is average if anyone's wondering. So just like, like don't a, just stop talking about it. Is what I'm saying. Around, you know, there was once a uh, Twitter handle called WKU Confessions that uh, somebody made fun of my uh, oh, Western Kentucky University. Said I used I to you. think Logan Tarrant was attractive until I saw that pathetic excuse for a penis. Did they really put that on Twitter? <laughs> so I framed it and I put it on my bedroom wall. <laughs> Also got another real cool piece here. What about the headboard? Red build book. Look at that. I'd never heard of Big Red before you told me about it, and I felt stupid for not hearing about it. I mean, it's pretty bad. Um, what did you say? What, WKYU, Western Kentucky University, right? Yeah. You know what came back on the air? Or uh, Do you remember Most Extreme Elimination Challenge? Yes. It's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> all it's the season. such a good show. My wife found it uh, last night. I walked in. I'm like, what the hell? Where did you find this? Because I was bootlegging it off of like YouTube and stuff like that. And she goes, oh, it's on Amazon Prime. I'm like, yes! I know what we're doing all night. And there was one... If you guys remember that show, everybody always watched the show just because it was like a bunch of people eating shit. It's like watching Wipeout. But the gold on that show is the writers. Oh, they're so good. The commentary, you just got to shut up and listen. Because I, I remember as a kid, I didn't have the developed sense of humor that I have now, but oh, I, <laughs> oh <boy. laughs> so when I was a kid, I'd say kid, I was like 18, 19 when that show came out, watching that stuff. I'm like, 
I was just drowning out all the commentary with laughter of watching people eat shit. It is so good because there was one, and this is why Western Kentucky University reminded me of it. There's a guy who came on and he goes, um, <laughs> this is so-and-so. He's a student at the uh, Wyoming Institute of Automotive. And then the other guy goes, why I oughta? And I about pissed my pants laughing. It was the funniest Dude. thing ever. <laughs> I got to I gotta respond to a couple of things. And I want to ask Josh what's going on in his life. So in the comments, uh, the CRX Turbo project is on hold. I'm leaving it naturally aspirated for now because I have overextended and overexpended myself on this 240. I need to get that thing done and gone, and then I have to focus only on the FD if I want a chance at getting anywhere with that car next season. So I have to focus completely on that car financially, mentally, so I had to put that on the back burner. Um, in Josh's world, so Josh, I know you just got done wrapping up a couple – um, video segments for your real career and right now are you in a lull where you can um, basically when do you have to not come back to clapped out live podcasts again because you're going to be playing with your kids toy like are you do you have a time period where you're going to be off for a little while where we can do some hooligan stuff with cars or what well it depends if you're asking or if rise asking <laughs> that's fair hey josh when can we if, if, rise ask, if rise asking i'm all good if logan's asking i'm pretty busy Hey, honestly, though, I need to be that guy in the group, so I'm cool with it. <laughs> oh, then I'm busy. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Figured work. <laughs> um, but you do. You have like a little bit of a lull, right? Like you can make your own schedule at this point and do what you got to do. So when are you going to build a little, a little snow machine to go rip around on the – I don't know what people rip around in Michigan. The banks? The, the snow banks? What you know you what? Call? The last time I lived here in Michigan, I actually bought an Evo 8 maybe. Does that sound about right? Like a yeah. – Mid 2000, like around 2005 or something. 03 to 06, was it? 03 to 07? Like, yeah, 07 was like your eights and nines look the same. Yeah. Well, the nines have a different front bumper. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, I had a little boost controller in that thing, and that was it. And I put Blizzax on it. And man, when it, that was just the daily whenever it snowed. It was literally the most fun car I've ever had in my entire life. So I would love to get one of those. They're not that much. I mean, you can get a really clean, well built one for mid 20s 25 actually i know somebody selling one right now that's a really nice setup for 20 you think it was 26 for it but they're not real nice setup i just gotta say if if bridgestone does not sponsor josh for his endorsements of blizzax <laughs> i love blizzax dude. <laughs> since i met this dude and in 2011 12 whatever we met I think at least two, three times a year, I hear you say he tries the to words him. Blizzax. Yeah, like, oh, we're going up to the mountains. I'm going to buy a set of Blizzax. I have, oh, <laughs> we moved up here. I got to buy a set of Blizzax. We're going to Michigan. I'm going to make sure my rental car has Blizzax. Do you uh-huh. have Blizzax on your wife's car right now? They don't make Blizzax in her size, so I had to get the uh, I had to get the Pirelli version. <laughs> but he looked. <laughs> he had no, to not only look, but he had to say the word Blizzax, too. <laughs> she's got snow tires. Actually, we just had them mounted on yesterday. Um, but they're nowhere near what Blizzax are. I mean, Blizzax are so squishy. <laughs> you can just squishy them. I want to know who is in the board meeting. There had, there's just, it's like, I don't know, they got like ODB, old dirty bastards sitting it's, in the corner, like, yo, what are we going to name not. these tires? Yo, dog, call them Blizzax. It's probably well, because say. it's Blizzard Attack. Yeah. Blizzax. <laughs> No. I had those things on. I had a G wagon, and we were driving from God, Grand Rapids. You said I was trying to act cool. Did you just Look, drop the G wagon on us? I've had three of those. 
What? Listen, we were driving from we were driving from Michigan down to Chicago, and we hit a blizzard. And I'm telling you, the people were just white knuckling ten mile an hour with the hazard lights on, and we were in the shoulder doing sixty five, mashing because you can't it, the, the truck doesn't slide. You can slam on the brakes, you can lane change, you can do all this stuff, and it doesn't even. I'm telling you, the Blizzax changed my life. <laughs> I can't. Well, so how, are, yeah, how are they not cutting you a check? Lounging, doing it's Snoop Dogg was in the board meeting calling them Blizzax. That's what it was. Blizzax are awesome. It's insane again. I swear oh, yeah. to God. Here's what I don't get. Listen, you are meticulous with who you promote, which I think is good. I mean, it, you not you're not going to just shout anybody out. Like you're very careful on who you support and who you work with. Is is Bridgestone paying you? Be honest with us right now. Dude, I wish Blizzax. I just <laughs> like this. Welcome to Josh's nightly call-in hotline. I mean, Blizzax I wish I could put Blizzax, I wish I could put Blizzax on my Raptor, but it just they don't make them. I, I, I know you're going to get a DM on Instagram, yeah. the blue check page, and they're going to say, hey, Josh, we saw your podcast. Ditch those losers and come on to Bridgestone. Yeah. <laughs> Josh's Bridgestone <laughs> hour. Yeah, I like Blizzax. They also hook up very well on the street and dry on all-wheel drive cars. They're if like you're, Oh, here, dude, if you don't have the Blizzax tread pattern on the bottom of your next shoe, you're Ooh, really damn Payless snowboard huh? shoes they would yeah you keep Boots collabing with all these like other people blizzak shoes dude i saw some i saw some instagram post and it wasn't spot you know it was sponsored but it wasn't dc and it was some chick wearing a set of your women's Kalis. i think they're s's with the leopard print oh the volks yeah and it was some girl some like only fans chick <laughs> And it was a sponsored post and it had nothing to do with DC. And it was just like some independent artist. It was like, this this recent collab was great. I love the leopard, blah, blah, blah. And I look at it, I'm like, this has nothing to do with skateboarding. I think you're bridging into popular culture. Trying to cross a, over. Yeah, you're fashion icon, dude. Trying to cross over. So are you going to leave us in the dust when, you know, you continue to be famous? Nah, I'm draggy like ball and chain. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Rye, don't worry. We just confirmed. The contract stands. We will yeah. be able to ride his coattails some more. Yeah, whatever coat you have, make sure it has tails. This man. <laughs> God, so, such a dumb so we can ride him. <laughs> oh, man. Well, well, that's as good as time is in. 55 minutes. Yeah, not too bad. I think we're there. I think we're there. Pretty pretty good. Good. Okay. Anything really else like... you want to close on, Josh? Are you excited? Uh, just not looking forward to this dark winter that we just stepped into. You, you, you love the snow. Oh, man, but I got all these bikes and the Camaro's just up there about, about to get a new transmission put in it. and You got plenty of time to practice wheelies now. Oh, did I tell you? <laughs> did I tell you? <laughs> See how he lit up? <laughs> he did. got so excited. So I've been practicing wheelies in my yard, and I, I fall on my back nonstop. And, and Rye can wheelie, and it really pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> Not because he can do something that I can't do, but I just sometimes don't understand why I can't do it. As a professional athlete. So I was talking to one of my Philly guys who's in the bike life scene, you know, doing all the wheelies down the streets and 12 yeah. o'clock and all that. And I was like, what's up with them wheelie bars, man? And he says, I just seen some bull downtown riding it the other day. It was funny as shit. So they were clowning the dude in the pack that had the wheelie, the wheelie bar, you know? Yeah, the skid bar on the back, the 12 o'clock bar? No, 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 no. It's actually like it attaches to your swing arm and it's got a little oh, wheel on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't pull oh. it backwards. Yeah. When, you lean, when you lean back too far, it actually pulls the brake down for you. And you can adjust it and adjust it. So we were laughing oh, about yeah. it. Yeah. 
And I'm like, dude, I'm getting one. I'm getting one. I'm <laughs> my yard. But then I couldn't commit to it because of how corny it was. So then on Instagram, Bike Life posted a guy downtown Philly with the wheelie bar and he almost fell and everybody was clowning on him. So I commented, ha ha ha, corny bull. But for real though, where do you get that at? Right? <laughs> and, it, and it was funny. It got a, it got a good response or whatever. But then I was like, no, nah, wait a minute. Fuck that. I'm getting one. So I ordered one. Oh, no. If we, don't have, if we don't have it's a clapped out video, I swear to God, Josh, if you don't make a clapped out video of you trying to learn a wheelie with wheelie bar, like the, the sissy bar, I swear to God, dude, we're going to fire you from clapped out. And you're going to have to load. I'm going to load my 50 up and I'm going to come up there. While you're right. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm I got to buy a bike. I'm going to buy mo- <laughs> I'm going to buy one right now. What do I need to buy? Honda CRF 50. I'm going to pop out in the spring and I'm going to just be doing 12 o'clocks. Okay. Well, I got to learn how to wheelie before it's Josh. So I need a, what do I need? A CRF 50? What do I buy? That's what I ride. No, you can't put it on it. The 50 too, too small. But I got a 110 with a big swing arm and a 501. And I'm a six foot five. I'm taller than all of you. I ride a 50. No, you, you can't put you the wheel. Yeah, oh, I don't need one. You got weird knees though, Rye. You I already know how to do it. Like, <laughs> you're, like your shins are super <laughs> short. I think that's why. You got like three inch shins and 12 foot thighs. You, you look like a giraffe, though. I mean, for real. You That's got fair. weird Hey, bodies. there can only be one giraffe in this automotive game, and that that's already taken. What am I? I don't know. We need to come up with names for ourselves. I call giraffes rye horses until. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I need uh, – Okay. 2021, right. clapped out wheelie contest is going down somewhere. No, you can't play, dude. You're too good at them. It's just me versus Josh. Okay, I'll judge. Josh, I guarantee you're going to win because I have no sense of balance. So I can't I even, I, mean, I wasn't even paying attention. What, what's the name of the game? And the name of the game is, can you teach me how to Ollie? Oh, that'd be a good one. Josh, so, teaches some. we get, we do. I'll teach Josh how to wheelie. Josh teaches you how to Ollie. Logan, what are you gonna teach me? How to masturbate with your eyes closed. It's the only way I finish. <laughs> what's the next thing? So here's the thing. I don't know. I can't <laughs> teach anybody anything. I, I can't do, I, I can't do any skateboard tricks and my whole life when I was like 13 and, and Josh was relevant in my life at that time, I, I always wanted to learn how to do skateboard stuff. And I was the fat kid and I couldn't do any tricks. Everyone else was doing kicky flippy 360 varial flippy to do dot days. And I couldn't even Ollie. So I would, I took the trucks and everything off my board and I would just do it on the deck of my carpet. And I was like, Oh, I put the wheels on it and I'd fall over and hurt myself. So you teach me how to Ollie and I'll teach, I'll teach Rye how to, I don't have any skills. This is tough. I bring nothing to the table. <laughs> <laughs> nothing marketable to offer. Uh, and honestly, watching – I did, we're running a little long on this one, but I have Fine. to end on this. Watching Josh's tutorial on how to 360 flip, have you seen this, Rye? I think so. Yeah, you just oh put my your feet God. on it, and then you just fucking do it. And then you <laughs> right so away. so funny. <laughs> they had these, like, how to do these trick segments, and all these pro skaters are taking it decently serious, and they do Josh. And he's just like, yeah. Do you tell it, John? What, is your, what are your lessons? Like a fucking whore. <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest. I'm surprised Josh, they you even, should do a, even use that. You so should do, uh, what is that, that master class? You should do the master class series. Oh, your wife just burned your ass in the comments, and I'm a huge fan of it. How Ooh. to go eight threes. Oh. There you go. Yeah, yeah, Logan will teach me how to go eight threes. Right, just Stella. All right, that's go all watch we got. my uh, go watch my how to three sixty flip, Trans World. That's yeah. what I'm out, and then just take that to how to run eight point threes. You just 
Just do it like a kick it like a fucking whore and go. <laughs> <laughs> Just, use your foot for the transparency. Right, hold on. <laughs> my car real quick I, if, yeah. you can, Whore? if you can use your foot to let go of the trans brake that's a video oh yeah I was just see John Doc was clowning me about he's like oh the trans brake's not gonna bite you oh really the guy that comes up to your knees was making fun of you <laughs> yeah. okay. if you ever watched when John has the cow the cow marrow when he stages it he's got it on like a cord like these things and he holds the cord in his right hand and the bump button's on the console so he like holds the trans brake and then fist bumps like the console like this to make the car bump in and then lets go of the trans brake and grabs the wheel. It's the most ridiculous starting line procedure. I'm always like, what if you drop it and it goes between the seat and then engages the trans brake going down the track? What happens there? Oh, it'd be so funny. Not for him, but for people watching. Yeah, it'd be a great video to watch. But head over to clappedout.com slash store we got stickers and banners are coming in soon and uh we are collaborating working on some more t-shirt designs hopefully something with some color yes everybody that josh has collaborated with professionally in his professional career has decided to take their talents to clapped out now they're ditching josh completely if you would like stickers or anything like that uh you should probably get your orders in this week before friday otherwise you're probably not going to get them before christmas let alone the new year's uh given how long it's taken for these banners that shipped out initially to get to their respective locations it was priority three-day shipping and uh, it's been a week and josh still hasn't gotten his so and we wonder why the usps is uh where they're at well that's sorry i didn't want to get political there yeah is yeah. that political that's that's your buddy Biden that did that. It's the Clapped Out podcast. We're out. Clapped Out doesn't math. Oh, hold on, I don't want to end the meeting. I just want to stop the stop the live stream and then stop the recording right okay. now.